welcome to another week of it's just my thoughts and i'm your host mika reeves so what's going on y'all happy monday uh let's see so first i wanted to start by just saying you know um my condolences to all the families that was affected astral world uh i've been trying to kind of stay away from watching the videos um that shit is just super sad uh i you know that's all i can really say it's just super sad and um the world is fucking crazy man so you know i just definitely wanted to just you know prayers up to the families of uh um that were affected and you know the children that lost their lives and um so i definitely think that's very sad so what have i been up to um i told you guys last week i think i told you guys that i was going to charleston so we went to charleston we had a really great time um the first night we got there uh friday we stayed in folly beach folly beach is kind of on the outside of Charleston. Um, so we stayed at Folly beach and we found this, like, I'm not going to say it was a hole in the wall, but it was, uh, it was, um, it was a hookah spot, but, uh, it was, I don't even know where the fuck, I don't even know where the fuck we were from where we were to get to this place. It took us about like 40 hour, uh, 40 minutes. Um, so we went to this hookah spot. They had this bomb ass food truck in front of it. So we, we got, we felt pretty good, uh, while we were at the hookah spot, we ate good from the food truck. And then the next day we were like, we're going to go into Charleston for the whole day. So we pretty much spent majority of the day in Charleston. We did a little bit of day drinking. And then we went to, um, we went to the blind tiger. It's kind of like a pub. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite places to kind of drop by and just have a drink or something. Um, so we kind of like had small bites and we had some drinks. Then we walked to the, um, the market, and we went to a spice shop. I got some habanero turkey jerky, which was amazing. Ate the whole fucking bag. Uh, and then we walked to where we had dinner and we had dinner at the oyster house. Um, and that was pretty good. So I had she crab soup. Um, and I mainly just had oysters. Uh, I had uh, a charcoal char oysters as well as raw oysters. And so that was really good. Uh, so we had good eats. And so, oh, let me, I didn't even finish telling y'all about Charleston. So we go back to the house and... You know, we were always kind of chilling, you know, drinking, whatever. And honestly, like, I really feel like we could have just stayed in. We could have just chilled. But it was my sister's birthday. Her birthday's Halloween. So she really wanted to go downtown Charleston. Well, none of us knew what to expect, like, going to Charleston or whatever. Because we never, you know, I'd never seen Charleston the way it was on, uh, on, um, on Halloween. So, y'all, we went down there. We got there around, like, 1130 outside. The streets was pretty much kind of like block. It was like blockaded, so it's all blocked off. It's blockades everywhere. It's blocked off, so literally like it's just fucking open road and just parties everywhere. People walk around in costumes. But when I tell you, so in Charleston you got College of Charleston and you have uh, uh, Charleston Southern, and I'm sure there's other schools down there too. But those are the big ones. Um, it was fucking college. It got to be college students every fucking where, throwing up every fucking where. It was like a damn. It was like uh, Bourbon Street uh, times two this night. Um, and I had never seen Charleston like that before. I mean, they're fucking, one time we're walking, this guy come out of nowhere, just clocks this dude. They start fucking fighting cops every fucking where kids fucking pulling down trees and running through bushes and shit. It was crazy. I was like, I would never ever do that shit again. Mainly from the standpoint of my ass is just entirely too old for that shit. Like my anxiety was so fucking high being in the midst of all of that, because it's just, you know, unfortunately we live in a time where I just feel like, you know, when stuff like that go on and it's, and it's like an unstable environment, I feel like 
you don't really know what to really think. So my head was kind of like on a swivel, like the whole fucking night, because it was just, it was crazy. It was pure chaos. So we got home like three in the morning from that. And it was just crazy. It was crazy. So that was our Charleston weekend. Um, but it was good. It was good times. It was fun. Um, so yeah, so let me see, what else do I have going on? Um, I think that's really all I have going on. Not really much. Uh, I did watch, uh, this weekend, the harder they fall. And if you haven't watched that yet on Netflix, yo, that movie is shit straight up. So the soundtrack is too. So we watched that. I loved it. I think I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. Um, so I love that and yeah, it's all I've been up to. So let's just roll into, uh, today's mantra. Today's mantra, um, is I am, I am forgiving and healing. I like this one because, um, I think it's important to forgive, but you also sometimes, even when it's, uh, whether it's forgiving yourself or others. And also when it comes to forgiveness is healing from the experience, uh, in the thought of the week, I plan on talking about, um, kind of self-discovery and, and doing that work. So I wanted to pick this mantra because I thought it kind of went in line with what we're going to discuss today and just, you know, a constant reminder of, uh, being kind to yourself. So that's how that kind of fit in there. So let's just jump into the deep dive. I don't really have much today to talk about. Um, so we're just going to just go into it. All right. So this week for the deep dive, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about Summer Walker's album. She just dropped her, uh, album on Friday, still over it. I'm not going to lie. I actually have been super excited for the CD. I was a little fucking nervous though. I'm not going to lie because I didn't like her single drop X for a reason. I'm, I'm not, I didn't really, I'm not really into upbeat summer. I don't really think it lands for her. So it, was, it wasn't really my thing. So I was like, oh my God, I hope this CD is not fucking like that. And so, um, so when it came out, um, just to give a backdrop, if you are a Summer Walker fan, you kind of know what's going on, but if you're not just to help you follow, um, because I've been seeing a lot of different things on, uh, social media in regards to it. Well, Summer, um, you know, was dating London on a track who was a producer and he, uh, worked on her first album over it. And so on this CD, what I like about it, um, is not even about per se. It's weird because. I've heard different things that people say about it. Like, oh, she's male bashing. Oh, this and this. But she's not though, because it's actually, she's actually taking you on a journey and it's actually her journey. So to me, it falls in line of a modern day confessions. I think, um, confessions, what made confessions, uh, a masterpiece that it was that I think honestly, that was Usher's, uh, peak CD. Uh, was the fact that you really felt like you were going on a journey, like you were following a story. Um, and so that's kind of how it was, N- not kind of, that's how it is for Summer CD. So when it starts, it starts with Bitter. That's actually one of my favorite songs in the CD where she's actually addressing um, London on the track, Baby Mamas. And like, so at, so at the beginning of the CD, they're still together. And she's actually defending him. And, you know, she's talking to the Baby Mamas, right? So then it kind of follows through where, you know, she starts talking about how the relationship is changing, you know, he's changing, you know, how she's been catching him cheating, this and this. And, um, and then ultimately at the end is the, is the breakup. So, uh, well they broke up, but it's like, you know, her basically just saying, you know, now I'm the fourth baby mama, you know, 
uh, and it ends with the Sierra's prayer and Sierra's prayer is basically, you know, uh, we all have been talking about, like, we want that prayer that Sierra had, you know, cause she transitioned from future to, to Russell. But, um, I think summer CD is, is really good. Um, so my favorite, my favorite songs is bitter, no love. You don't know me. You, you don't know me. is probably one of my favorite favorites, unloyal broken promises, sessions, 33, and fourth baby mama those are my favorites um so i love it i love it i like when i like cds that you feel like um that artists are giving you your giving you their truth and um and they're honest and open and you can tell that she wrote this shit straight from her experience you can totally tell and a lot of people are like oh you know she's just such a sad soul but i mean she's going through something and she actually said it was really difficult to uh record the album because she was pregnant and she was going through all this shit while she was pregnant so she said it was actually really difficult to do the cd so big up the summer i love it listen to it tell me what you think and also tell me what your favorite songs are I've, i've been going back and forth with some of my friends and we've been going over what our favorite songs are but i would love to hear from you and you tell me what you think all right so that's all I have for the deep dive. Um, this week for the thought of the week, I wanted to have a discussion on self-discovery. Uh, I kind of do pieces of this, uh, pop in throughout like reflective pieces. Um, because I think it's important as I've been on my self-discovery journey for quite some time. And so, uh, I love talking about it and kind of breaking down some things just to get, just to make you guys think. Uh, so let's just go into it. All right, so today we're gonna talk about self-discovery for the thought of the week. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey of exploration through our inner self, trying to discover who you are, our potential, our purpose in life, and what core principles are guiding us to take different paths along the way. The reason why I I talk a lot about just um, self-reflection, I do it a lot on this show, where I do my own personal self-reflection, I journal, Uh, and I try to continuously, um, really process some of my thinking, some of my inner workings. Why do I feel the way that I do? Why is these things so important to me? Um, I try to put a lot of thought so I can be a little more intentional with some of the things that, um, that I find to be important. Uh, and I also feel like self-discovery is the, you know, I think is the fundamentals to personal growth. Uh, a lot of times just think about it. I'm sure that we all know somebody in our life that, you know, we like, we say things all the time. We're like, that person hasn't changed. That person is still the same. Like, I know, I know a lot of people actually know people who, um, are doing the same shit on the same wavelength that they were on when we were in our early twenties. And now I'm in my late thirties and I look at people and I'm like, damn, they haven't experienced any growth, any, you know, they haven't even given themselves chance to really dive into self-discovery. The thing about self-discovery to me that makes it difficult for some people is that people don't want to take the time to actually acknowledge even maybe some of the fucked up shit you might've done. Right. Sometimes people just try to make excuses or victimize themselves or, you know, try to say it's somebody else instead of maybe being like, Hmm, how could I have been different in this moment? How could I have been better? You know, or even down to, do you have a pattern with dating the same people? Like, Why is it that I keep inviting this type of person into my space? 
Why do I keep inviting those type of friends into my space? That to me is when you start growing into self-awareness. Um, and then I think it helps you be hyper aware. So maybe you can maybe change some behaviors, change some of the choices that you make. Um, that's why I think to me is so important. Um, I looked this up to see like what was kind of like the process of self-discovery. And so what I found was it says self-awareness, which increases the understanding of who you are, interest awareness, establishing your personal interests, hopes and dreams, listing your hopes and dreams for the future and career discovery, finding a career that corresponds to your personality and interests. I thought this was really cool when I looked this up because uh, I think it all makes sense. Usually with self-awareness, self-awareness to me is important. I think it's actually one of the most important steps because I think the worst person to be around is a person that lacks self-awareness because when you lack self-awareness, you don't, you don't want, don't have an understanding of who you are. So you could be so many different people at different moments. And two, most times they don't, they're not even aware of how they make people feel around them or how maybe some of the behaviors they're doing might make somebody uncomfortable. And oh my God, I've been around so many, I've been around people where it's just been some cringy shit. And I'm like, yo, don't you see like the shit that you, that you're doing right now might not be conducive to this space right now. Like this ain't the moment for that shit. And they really are, you know, unaware of themselves. And I think that's just one of the, for me, I think it's, that's just a horrible quality to have is lack of self-awareness because you're going to be impossible in relationships in general, friendships, uh, love relationships, anything you're going to be virtually impossible, uh, to navigate them. Um, so when it comes to the interest awareness, I think interest awareness in general, uh, it helps because when you kind of get to a point that, you know, what you like, what you don't like, kind of like what you want to get into, what you want to revisit, maybe what you want to dive deeper in. Like, I feel like my, uh, my process has been, it's been an interesting one. Like, you know, I knew that I wanted to be able to be self-sufficient and, you know, take care of myself. And then I knew that I needed to go to college for that and give myself some opportunities and give myself a fighting chance at this life thing. And then when I went to school and I graduated, you know, I went into the work field and kind of, you know, played around with some stuff. But then I think when I got around 26, 27, I was pretty much like, okay, like you're almost 30 close to, and you need to really figure out what it is that you want to do for sure. How are you going to make this decision work for you and just kind of go from there? So that's kind of like what I did. Like I basically just started like really putting in, um, the time, you know, so then I went and got my master's and then, uh, so I got promoted higher at work. And so then, uh, I got another master's, you know, where that just added on another component to just, um, like my resume. And so, uh, so then that propelled me even more, uh, to where I am now. And so it's, it's, it's tricky. It's kind of, kind of crazy. But the reason why I think that self-discovery is so important. And I mean, it was really amazing if you really, even though it's a lifelong journey and I think we're all going to evolve, we're all going to kind of, uh, end up being maybe different people in our later years. I think if you kind of get into who you are early, it makes it easier for you to fall into what you really want to do. And then you kind of have that push passion and that hunger for it. 
But like for me, like, you know, you guys know I'm about to start my therapy journey where I'm about to be going to school to be to get my license for that. Um, and I mean, you know, if I if I would have known so many things about myself earlier, like I probably would have gone that route from the from inception. Right. And, and who knows how far um, I would be already in the field. So I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's important. Um, also, I think the, the most important step is, um, is self-reflection. I think it allows you to take time to really think about who you are. I also believe in quiet meditation and reflection. I think that also allows you to refocus your mind and concentrate on your inner self. I speak a lot about me trying to dive into meditation. That's something that I'm still working on slowly. Uh, Myra, friend of the show, she actually sent me uh, a meditation. Um, it's like a guided meditation playlist that actually really helps. They kind of tell you and kind of, you know, kind of help you get into it. Um, I think for me, it's just quieting the noises in my head and, uh, you know, because I kind of can be all over the place at times, uh, as far as, um, me just thinking and bouncing from one thing to another, just in my, in my mind. So, um, I definitely have been wanting to get more into just, um, the refocusing of my mind and just kind of channeling one thing. I do do self-reflections. I journal as well as, um, you know, I get on here and I talk to you guys and this is a form of my self-reflection because, um, you know, I've been on a journey for a really long time and it's just been an amazing journey. And for me, when I started my journey, I thought it was important for me to talk to my inner child because a lot of my brokenness came from my childhood, right? It came from just things that I wish someone maybe would have told me or things that I wish that maybe I was reassured on or things that I wish that, um, I just knew. And so, you know, um, some of the things that, you know, I had to tell myself is that it's not your fault. It's not your responsibility. Love yourself. You know, I really had to break down what I felt was what a woman should be. And kind of getting the configuration of what that is. But I think the most important step with my self-discovery, and I and I personally think with everybody's self-discovery journey, is healing the inner child. Have you ever looked at somebody and you can literally just see the brokenness in like a like have you ever looked at an adult person and see the brokenness in them? You know? Sometimes like even this weekend when I was watching Kanye and you know, he's been in the conversation this whole weekend. Sometimes when I see Kanye, as much as I think Kanye is a musical genius, I see a boy, a, a, a hurt boy. You can see his inner child that still hasn't healed from the trauma that he's experienced. You can see it. It's like crying out to you. You can see it. That's why sometimes I have empathy for him because I'm like, I wish he would go and really talk to somebody, you know, try to find some healing for that shit, you know. Um, and I think people try to skip over that just that inner child in you, you know, a lot of times when you see people rage out and, you know, fucking act crazy and yelling and all that stuff, that's your inner child talking. That's, that's that hurt coming from somewhere behind anger is hurt. So it's the hurt coming from somewhere, you know, and, and I, I personally feel like it's the inner child in you, you know, most times if I ask people about their childhood and they say, and talk to me about their childhood, I usually can figure them out as an adult. I usually can tell them what their what some of their key things might be with them based off their childhood and just just stuff they tell me. And it might not even have to be like real traumatic shit. It just could be just things that their parents taught them. It could be anything. 
but it's sometimes like I think um figuring out and healing that part I think you should start there um you know I think the biggest thing for me was just telling my inner child that I love them you know that someone out here does love you yourself you know um and that's something I wish that you know um how we're talking about self-discovery and self-awareness and just really sinking into yourself. I totally wish that I would have done that when I was younger, that I would have just had the know-how that I would have had somebody talking to me about goals and your dreams and your aspirations. And what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, you know, I, I didn't really have that. You know, my, my childhood was more so based on just survival, you know, like me just getting through my everyday. And then in high school, it was more so the survival of, let me do whatever I got to do to get the fuck out of here so I can go and actually give myself a fighting chance because I, I, I didn't feel like I was going to have that chance if I stayed in my home. And so for me, you know, that that's what was pushing me. But I wish that I would have had a moment to actually, instead of being like where I'm a survivalist, like I wish that I had the moment to actually have somebody saying like, you know, what is something that you could dream for yourself? What is something that you feel like you could push towards? What is something that, you know, you feel like you want to do? What are some things about you that you feel like you can change? What are some things about you that right now you think might be imperfect? You know, I never really put that much thought in myself, you know? And I think that goes back to when I talk to you guys about self-love and self-worth. So that's why I always bring this subject up, like, and I kind of change it to different subjects just to, just to kind of like make us think because so many of us, you know, I'm only in my 30s, but so many of us are still walking around that really haven't given themselves a chance to go through self-discovery and really be on that, um, you know, that journey of exploration of themselves. Some people are afraid to go on a journey because they're afraid of what they might see. And I'm encouraging you, like, don't be afraid, right? Don't be afraid. But start first with self-awareness. Try to understand who you are today as the person you are today. When I started my healing journey... I identify who I was today. And then I also, I also went over who did I want to be? So regardless of maybe the shit that I might've done in the past, like who did I want to be today and how did I want people to remember me and what was important to me? What is my values? What makes me happy? What makes me sad? And I kind of went through the whole process. Interest awareness is very important because with interest awareness, you know, it helps you establish what you like. Um, I think when you establish what you like and what you're into, that obviously will help you with figuring out what you want to do with yourself and also can help you lay the pathwork of your career. So take take those. That could be a good journal entry for you to kind of go over and think about. I think it's important. And uh, so that's all I really had this week. Um, so definitely do a reflection. Definitely share with me what you think about yourself present day and what you think about where you are inside of your journey. And I would love to sit and have that conversation. So definitely share that with me. So make sure that you go and follow the show. Um, you subscribe. You can find it on most streaming platforms. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. It's at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, IJMT podcast. Definitely follow so you can get the episode updates. And I'm, I'm usually in these Twitter streets a lot. So if you ever want to connect, you can find me there um, most days. Also, if you ever want to be part of the show, hit me up on ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, like always, I thank you so much for listening. Smeek here, and I appreciate you.